0: Join us today as we discuss three consecutive 1-1s, some real Jekyll and Hyde performances and we look ahead to the visits of Wimbledon and Doncaster. Welcome to Borough Pod.
2: Busting from midfield is When Well if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! Old
0: Trafford Crack Cracker in front of the Strip and in. Oh. Hello, boys. How are we?
1: Hi, Nate. I'm good. I was feeling unprepared when I logged in, but thanks to Dean, I'm now feeling prepared.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that, that... Cold and cutting. We're just, we just going there straight away. That
0: 40-minute delay uh, to uh, give you plenty of time to look over stats and, and what have you. It's good. Hi, Dean. How are you? Uh,
2: I'm better now. I'm here. Thank you. You've had a... <laughs> I hope You've unwell. had a bit of a
0: shitty day, have you? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just call it that and we'll leave it there. Cool. We'll
1: draw a line under it. Cool. Okay. Never know <laughs> and
0: before before <laughs> before, I, before I introduce our guest, I just want to say, Pat, I like your hoodie. It's got an axolotl on it.
1: It does. I do like axolotls.
0: Excellent. Me too. Hi, Greg.
3: Hi, Nate. Good to be back. Is it? Yeah, I think we 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 were good when I last came on I think
0: yeah yeah I'd agree I'd agree it's good to have you here Um, I was like I don't know why I don't know why because you're a Titans fan and you're a miserable git but I like a lot of chatting
3: with you I hate to balance it who thought Nate would
1: well you have at least one thing in common
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly All right. uh, so obviously we couldn't record last week because Talk Talk are a bunch of gimps um actually it's not talk talks for it's open reach they suck and i didn't have any internet um and i couldn't be asked to move my office to my mum's which i now have actually done so i can record now and that's why we're here hurrah um one one at northampton dane you went talk to us about it
2: do we have to? Can you just give us a quick summary, and we'll move. <laughs> yeah. on?
0: Give us a quick summary of it, and we'll move on quickly. Like it's 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 old news now, isn't it? And there's two more one ones to talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, slow, laboured, not at it in the first forty-five. Um, arguably, one of the best forty-fives we've seen in the second half. Um, a deserved point, I guess.
3: If that summarises. Yeah, I suppose we'll have that
2: pretty well.
0: Greg, did you go?
3: Yeah, I was there. Uh, I think yes, first half. I mean, even if we played fifty percent of what we played in the second half in that first half, we we would have won that game comfortably. It was second half was just unbelievable. It was just tirade of attack, constantly on their goal, just couldn't quite couldn't quite break them down. But first half, yeah, I don't think I've seen a worse first half this year, to be honest with you. I, I think it was it was pretty poor. Um yeah. but yeah, like at the time, delighted to get the point. If I'm honest, I think we've got such a bad record there. We've picked up one point there in however many attempts, I don't know how many games we have played away to Northampton, but we've definitely never won there before. Um, so, yeah, delighted to get a point. But yeah, first half, yeah, it was laboured. I think is, is probably <laughs> probably a bit of an understatement. It was it just didn't even come out of the tunnel. Just it, just absolute absolutely shocking. But for second half. Yeah, top draw performance. It was it was good to get the point.
0: Point for, a point away from home is always a good result, isn't it?
3: It's good. It's good if you can follow it up with uh, with wins against teams <laughs> in the, in the bottom five, which we'll get to. Uh,
0: yeah, well, look, I, I there's not there's not much point talking anymore about the Northampton game. Um, we don't do well there historically and although that shouldn't matter with a, basically an entire new squad um we still didn't do great there so back
3: before off. we before we move on though we've we've got to talk about the goal right I mean, i'm not sure i can't remember what the northampton player's name was but i mean his, his back must be broken into two with uh I've, ne- so I've never snap. seen. I've never oh, yeah. seen. A, I've never. <laughs> I've never seen a player or a person even move in that direction in my life. It's just. It just. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He. Um, if you if you watch it in slow motion, I think you can see the moment his soul leaves his body.
2: <laughs> this is it incredible, is, isn't it? It's is
0: insane. It's. The goalkeepers had a f- absolute nightmare. To be honest. Because he doesn't hit it hard, does he, Jamie Reid? I don't know how it finds its you know,
2: way in. It, it would start In the stands, right, when he hits it and it hit the near post, right, under the keeper, there was, like, the moment between that and it hitting the other post and eventually spinning in just mm. felt like it took forever.
0: <laughs> I mean, watching it back, it feels like it takes forever from the second it leaves his boot to the second it hits the post
2: yeah no in the highlights if you listen there are actually like two cheers <laughs> one one where you realize it's beaten the keeper and then one when you realize oh it has actually crossed yeah. the line now <laughs>
0: yeah uh, i mean I've, I've i think i've seen my six-year-old daughter kick a ball quicker like, that's how <laughs> he's hes not caught it very well at all if he's meant that He's a wizard. I don't know how you do that because like, I don't know a professional footballer that's ever tried to kick the ball that softly from 30 yards out and still find the goal. Like, It's amazing.
2: Big goal, Big goal
0: really. Don't start that. Don't start <laughs> that. I can't have it. I can't have it today. Um, moving on. Um, 1-1, at uh, home against Colchester. Um, it was a good start. Good start to the game, I thought. I thought we were... We came out better than we have a history of doing. Certainly, there's a lot of Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde recently. And, you know, these, these three games certainly are that. You, you said Northampton, we were rubbish first half, good second half. I thought the same against the Hartlepool, which we'll come on to. Good, bad first half, good, better second half. Um, Colchester, I thought we started the game pretty well. um, But then once we went behind, we were just like, all oh, right, that's it then, isn't it? And just sort of didn't play football again until the second half. It's just like why? Why do we do this? It, I just can't get my head around it. We were awful, awful for the remainder of that half.
3: It was a real sucker.
2: I think I said it on the day. It, it, it was. It just went back to head tennis, oh, long that's... ball head tennis, and it, it. I mean, it wasn't until again we saw JFC come on that they actually put the ball on the deck and. What, had he been on the pitch? Six minutes, maybe? I think before before we got yeah. back in the game.
0: There was that period in the first half where um, where um, Pidge headed the ball forwards like three or four times in the space of 30 seconds. It's just like, right, I'm going to nod it long, see what happens. Oh, it's come back to me. Let me try that again. I'll, I'll nod it long again. Oh, it's back again. Maybe I should bring it down and try playing football with it. Like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck it long again. Just stop it, mate. Honestly, just stop it.
2: You'd point people towards a definition of insanity at that point, wouldn't yeah.
0: you? Yeah, it's just get get a grip. You're a professional footballer. This is moronic now. Stop it. Get it down. Play football for crying out loud. The more you hump it to their giant centre-backs, the more it's just going to come straight back at you. It's just ridiculous. Stop it! It, It's uh, honestly, I was, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Dean and Steve were having a laugh about it behind me. Just, this is ridiculous. Everyone around me was like, "What are they doing?" Like, it's just horrendous. Just horrendous. I couldn't believe what I was watching.
3: I'm, I'm really worried about uh, defensively. We've just, just seem to have fallen off a cliff. Just like we just been conceding goals that in the first half of this season. You, we wouldn't be conceding like we, the goal against Colchester came from a from a set piece, and it was just a a blow that we then didn't. It took us ages to recover from, and like, and like I say, it was took the second to the second half when we then started started fast, started well. But for some reason, it just we're just conceding goals that at the beginning of the season you just wouldn't see Sweeney Piergiani getting beaten in the air at a set piece, it bobbling around and. And eventually yeah. getting hammered home, you just wouldn't see it. And I, I don't understand what what has I mean, Sweeney. We can talk about for sure the the fall from grace, almost of what his season has been like. But I just didn't, and I, I guess you know, not having a a steady goalkeeper, I'm sure is is a factor. But you can't be the only excuse for this because it just seems like for whatever reason we just can't defend anymore.
1: feels like we've got a lot of people playing through niggles which can't help you if you're like half a yard off suddenly it's you're lodging in and overreaching yourself and these sort of slice clearances happen
0: yeah i mean I, as well i don't think that we've i mean the, 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 i said it a couple of weeks ago when but the miles on the legs already like most of our squads, because we do have such a small squad, have, have done an entire season by mid March, and they've still got another month and a half to go. You know, it's it's this season is a long old season. You know, we've gone gone f- gone further than we well, we've gone further in ev- almost every cup than we than we expected, and you know, we got to the third round of the Carabao for the first time. We went we went to the mm-hmm. quarterfinals of the thingy, the pizza. Thing. and then you know we went to the fourth round of the fa cup um and those uh those two the third round and fourth round games um on massive pitches are so so taxing for lower league players and that stoke games absolutely mullered them not it seems like everything started to go yep. south from then from the start stoke game
2: Including the referee, and performance. Uh, well,
0: I don't want to talk about refs ever again, frankly. I just can't. I can't. I, actually, do you know what? Saturday, I don't. I can't remember thinking that he was having a mayor. Friday, Friday even. even. No, no, not yeah. Friday. Not Friday. Not Friday. No, I, I thought he was rubbish.
2: I mean, Monday. <laughs> On Monday. Yeah, Monday. Um, yeah, I know we haven't got onto yeah, that yeah. yet, but yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, agreed. we were actually talking about Friday, weren't we? Sorry my mind's absolutely gone already. It's 11 minutes in and I'm absolutely done. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, uh so I guess we need to talk about Norris, don't we? Yeah, it's, un-
2: it's unfortunate for for him and mm. I'm I mean, I think we saw from sort of his yeah. reaction and Daddy Rose's reaction where it's going to be, it's pretty, pretty yeah. serious. I mean, Daddy Rose's reaction perhaps made made out that it was more serious than it was. Well, yeah, I mean, he was but, walking um, over
0: to the bench, literally mimicking, like, a, like snapping his hands. Like he made it look like his leg was done it, and like he was doing it yeah. over and over again. Like it was clearly a very serious issue. To be um,
3: fair, from, and it, from the north, I, I I thought the same. I was like, he's like dragging his leg on the floor, thinking he's he's broken something here.
0: Yeah, well, he's broken bones in his foot, isn't he? That's what that's what's happened. I don't know if that's actually been announced yet or not, but that's what's happened.
3: Has now. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but he's done my done at least one metatarsal, so it's a broken bone in his foot. Um. The property, it's a, the Beckham injury, isn't it? All over mm. again. Although he's not got an international tournament to get fit for for the summer, so maybe not.
3: He's, he's, he's been he's not been at it, Norris, for, for a little while. He's not been at his best for I mean, no one has, let's face it, but but he he in particular hasn't sport, been at though. Yeah, but it's it's just bodies, and that's the biggest, the biggest, yeah. sort of yeah. miss of all of this is now you've got two. I say fit strikers. I mean, I don't know how fit them, Rose and, and Reedy are. I'm sure they're probably carrying something themselves to be honest with you. But you've got two players who can play, play really on like any given to game.
0: going great guns, did not he? Reedy's really still got all that energy. He's still going, proper going for it. So I'm not so worried about him. But, you know, Danny Rose hadn't scored until until he scored at the weekend. He hadn't scored since October. The last, oh, goal right. he'd scored against, was, the last goal he'd scored was the one where he hid behind Ben Gillip and ended his career. I think... Well he's not he's, he's he didn't play on Saturday did he he didn't play on Monday did he? I, but he's not dead I didn't say he ended his life Patrick I just said his career
1: Come on.
3: He's still he's still oh, right. basically on his arse somewhere wondering how how that goal went in I think <laughs> that's all no, I remember in, from in that video
0: yeah, he made he made a howler a couple like, a couple of weeks later as well, didn't he? Where he gave the ball away. It was a next was game, the next yeah. Game. And but uh, yeah. like Danny Ray's genuinely, genuinely scarred him. I particularly liked. Uh, uh, should we move on to Monday now that I'm basically talking about it anyway? Is there anything else to say about Friday? Come on, first. No,
3: no,
2: not really. It was better in the second half, but still not good enough to beat.
3: The coaches oh, that we really should
2: have done. I home. think it was it, it, absolutely
3: it, dreadful. It was apparent more than I mean, uh, also same same on Monday as well. In fairness, but it was apparent that there was no one on that bench who was going to be able to come on and make any real difference. And obviously Norris Norris came on and then obviously then went off injured. And yeah. but that's that's ultimately what this season is going to boil down to is. Don't have the don't have the bodies. So as soon as a few injuries Lose are picked up, we all, we all knew this. We all knew this in in August. Like everyone was sitting yeah. there in August, saying like, "Yeah, look, we've got we've got a great team, but a few of those going to get injured. What, what have you got left?" And the fact that Boddy's getting the minutes he's getting right now is because he has to, not because I think he can or that he's he probably should be. He is physically needs must.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It wasn't mathematically a must win on Friday, but based on everything else going on in the table and where Colchester were, yeah, it was like, it's the win you have to make at home to maintain the challenge for the automatics. It's If you're not picking up three points in that game, you're slipping down the table. You're not getting many easier fixtures left. And all right, there's the argument that Danny made that they're fighting for their lives, so actually playing someone in low mid-table is already safe but can't make the playoffs. That's maybe slightly easier, but still, like someone in the bottom quarter of the division at home, you've got to be picking up three points in that sort of you to maintain a automatic promotion push.
0: Yeah. All right, Monday then. Um, the third Jekyll and Hyde appearance in a row. Um, again, awful, awful first half of football watching that. Um, just. I, I sort of locked my phone at half time because I was watching it on my phone and I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch the second half. And do
3: you know
0: you, what? I, I missed miss the goal because I was so reluctant to put it back on. I was like, oh, do you know what? I will put it back on. And literally, just as I unlocked my phone, I see the notification come up saying we scored and I'm like, well, of course we did. Of course we fucking did. I think,
3: I think <laughs> until until the goal, I didn't, think, I didn't think we played that badly. It was It was as soon as we scored it was almost like we just we just stopped and then the second half within 2 minutes or less than maybe 2 minutes I can't remember exactly how long it was I
2: say it's yeah. about 40 seconds like, you I can't
3: you can't concede that that quickly after after half time it's just you just all the momentum shifted from there i mean for a neutral that last sort of 10 minutes or so has got to be yeah. incredibly entertaining but for me it was just the, like back and forth and for me I feel like after after Colchester to to Pat's point Friday wasn't must win but now only getting two points over Easter has left us in a position where we now need to go to Mansfield and get a result we now need to go to Swindon and get a result you know if we'd beaten those two sides over the weekend it takes a bit of pressure off those games that aren't going to be easy um and now, you, now you've now you got to go there and you can't just go there and take a point or try and get a point like we've done against Carlisle and like we've done against mm-hmm. I mean, actually Northampton I think we tried to win that game but that was just because of the momentum that we had at the time yeah. now you've got to go there and win at least you've got to win at least one of those and beat the teams like your AFC Wimbledon's who you should be beating, you've got to win those now, There's no there's no more there's no more hiding yeah, yeah. it's got to be yeah. done
0: I mean, you made the point earlier where uh, before we started recording that, you know, particularly Mansfield, we lose that game and we've only got two points over them. I mean, by them, by that point, by the way, they they could be well within, they're five points behind us at the moment. By the time we play them, they could be well within that uh, that window of actually leapfrogging us. And then, you know, we've started, all of a sudden we've, in, in what, a month, we'll have gone from automatics to being out of the playoffs. That's how quickly we're we're losing losing positions to those it's, those teams around us.
3: It does seem mental to think about us not making a playoffs, but it just it doesn't seem impossible right now because you, you, you have, not we're not winning. And, and with the squad we've got available, and and you know, Van went off on Monday. I can't see him definitely not being back for Saturday. Who knows whether he'd make it back in time for Donnie on Tuesday, but with the, with the squad that we've got available to put together unless something changes and shifts and quick it it can only go in see it going one direction unless unless we are you know unless something does change dramatically and teams around us are, are picking up the results that they need i mean carlisle have, have slipped up a few times here and there but realistically your teams like your stockports bradford even Salford and mansfield they they're picking up the results they need and
0: it's Stock, Stockport on an unbelievable tear at the moment, aren't they? Um, if, if they if they start started the season the way they they're playing now, they'd be champions already.
3: At the end of January, that's... when we beat Orient, they were eighteen points ahead. Uh, sorry, we were eighteen points ahead of them yeah. in the table. Yeah, uh, that is an unbelievable turnaround. And that's not all because of how bad we've been. I mean, it's, uh, certainly a factor. They have yeah. been on an incredible run. There's no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, and we said eighty-two points, and we're looking at that and thinking like that does that seems fairly comfortably reachable. That's twelve points from six games now. That's four wins or three wins, three draws, which yeah. in either case, given our current form, looks like a stretch.
0: It, it looks like a massive stretch, and I and I suspect that we I, I now don't imagine we're going to make the playoffs. I, oh, sorry, the the always. I like to think that we're going to make the playoffs, but I'm looking down and I'm thinking we are very catchable because, think we, like like we said, you know we we don't have that we don't have that strength and depth at the moment. There's not, there's just not enough, not enough quality and depth. I mean, there's not enough depth, let alone quality and depth.
3: The next two for me are must win. I don't think you can come out of those next two home games. less than six points because if you go if you go into the mansfield game on the 22nd without six points from from the from the from the last two i just don't i just don't see how how we can how we can get up from that i think playoffs it would be a fall from grace to not make the playoffs in this situation but i do i still think there's some tough games that we've got coming and yeah
0: between um between Doncaster and uh, AFC Wimbledon, they have one win in six, in one win in twelve between them. That's form that we absolutely have to exploit, but I just don't
2: think. But it's also form that we nearly replicate. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the big issue. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. No, you are right. It's it, you know we've got what one win in six, so we're we're right there with them. Um. We've got yeah, one, one win in six, three wins in ten. Um so it's not great, it's absolutely not, not great, but we have to be taking advantage of those teams that are down, way below us in the league and the teams that and, and and are also, you know, falling and you'd imagine in AFC Wimbledon's case, probably Don Doncaster's case as well, have nothing to play for.
2: Yeah, completely. And like you know, like Greg said, it, what it's going to take though is for something yeah. to change. And I mean, ideally, the thing that would change is we would score some more goals. Do you think? Uh,
0: do, <laughs> do you think with Norris being out, we'll see Lissy now?
2: I, I, there might not be a choice.
0: I mean, if he's if, if he, he if he can't you know, play if football he, it he it is, might...
2: if he is seventy five, well, if he's seventy five, eighty percent fit. You know, and just not sort of like sharp. I think. I think. Yeah, I think we might see him, which I didn't. I certainly didn't think. You know, two no. months
3: ago. The type, yeah, is, think... the type of player he is. The type of player he is, and the injuries had though. I just don't see how he can be anywhere near ready. That that we all know that no. an, an ACL injury is to really recover from it. You, you need a year. It's been mm-hmm. how many months? Six, seven months.
1: And so for a seven, guy seven, who relies
3: so much on his pace and in the style that he is as a player, I just like I, I agree with you, Dean. Like I think it has to happen because we've not really got much else left. But is there like what is is there going to be a benefit to actually to doing that? Also, there's an argument for me, and I know this contradicts a little bit what we're just saying in terms of.
1: Did you hear Evans talking about the? John McCracken injury.
2: No. That he wanted see, to come off at half time. I say I said this in the stands when he injured himself, that he was he looked injured enough. I was surprised to see him in the second half. But yeah, he um he told him to play through it, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he wanted to come off. I persuaded him to stay on and now he's out for the season. And it's like and this is a guy you want to come back and play for you, because if I was in McCracken shoes, I wouldn't want to be coming back to play for a team that had done that to me. No. You've got to think there's a knock on there. I've played through it and now I'm done. And there's
0: and, 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 uh, and there's that, that, when you look that's at That's a bit of a trend, isn't it? With Luther came back against AFC Wimbledon away, played what 60 minutes, and then came came off because yeah. he couldn't physically do it and then he was out for another two weeks. Um mm-hmm. Terrence. Terrence seems to be that way as well. He's now re-injured himself. How many times has Terence come off over the last?
1: I get it.
0: Terence hasn't played a full ninety since he's come back, has he? He keeps coming off because he's limping.
3: No, no, not yet. I don't think any of that's a surprise, though. I think a lot of people, if you listen to a lot of people's, like if you listen to Under the Cosh podcast, for example, and you listen to Daniel Nardiello's comments on Steve Evans, and like he will do that. He will, he will push players to do things they're probably not comfortable doing or not ready to do. But and I think as a manager with this team that you've got right now, I'd like these. I don't think he's got a choice for Lister. He will try and force him, because mm-hmm. I think there's no one else left in there. But in terms of bodies, like there's there's players that in January we signed who that I just we I just haven't seen anything from. Or what we have seen from them is been. like. I mean, Daryl Horgan. I just don't see mm-hmm. where that guy fits into this team in any way, shape, or form. I don't like,
0: know that guy. A, it's a professional footballer, if I'm being honest.
3: Yeah, that's, I think that's it's dreadful. It's no doubt about that. Dean Campbell's been in and out. Of me, I know he's not a January signing, but Dean Campbell's been in and out of the team, mostly out, to be honest with you. But comes back for one game, and then you don't see him for weeks. Um, it's just it, like even even on the the guy they signed on loan from the Coventry, the other Reed. do like, Yeah. I don't know, what's what's happened to him? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know left-back. he's I know he's a left back. Not exactly a sexy position right now. That we crying out for, but like we had six subs yes- uh, yesterday on Monday. My no idea what's happened to him. Couldn't even, couldn't even travel to fill the bench.
0: Yeah, no, no idea. <laughs> oh, God, you've, you've probably rocked me mentioning Daryl Organ. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's putting all his effort into centering himself. Now he can't think of anything. That's dress. it
0: because I want to like blow up and like scream about him his miss at the at the death. Um, because I mean, I think he should have hit it first time, but he cuts back and okay, like he does actually fashion himself a pretty good opportunity to score. Probably, admittedly, a better chance than if he'd have just hit it. But I just he's put it like there's three three players on the goal line. There's plenty of space there to find the net, and he's. Just managed to hit one of them with a scuffed shot. It's appalling, and obviously lufer Lufa's miss is admittedly worse. But he's stretching for it. It's his weak foot. He's a right back. I mean, admittedly, these he, only two. His only two goals were both absolute bangers. But like, it's, it's understandable that a right back would miss that opportunity. Um
1: Yeah.
2: But I was absolutely gutted. Oh, I know, for him I that. know, because he done so well.
0: <laughs> and uh, I mean, he done so generally. well to like yeah. get there and fashion that chance, hadn't he?
3: I thought their chance right at the end, just before Horgan's. I mean, I don't know what the guy was doing, but he just yeah, he could oh, he, he just attack it. And same with the one even before that. I think they are off four yards out, four yards out,
0: four yards out. <laughs> and he's yeah. he's he's the the ball's cleared the stand from four yards out. That's incredible. I mean, incredibly shit, but it's incredible, isn't it? (laughs) Just, just insane. Honestly, I I sort of don't want to talk about these games anymore. Uh, But I I mean, there is other stuff we can talk about, obviously. But like, what? It's just so gutting, isn't it? It's just so gutting not winning any of these past three games, given we've had the opportunities. And I mean, I feel like. They Sev a while back. I said I said this months ago, and it was one of the sort of main topics of the podcast. And Sev questioned it. I was like, "We just don't score enough," and he was like, "Hang on, we've scored." I mean, at that point, it was a we. I think we were second highest scorers in the league, and like even now, you know, we've scored fifty-seven goals. We've got a plus goal difference of seventeen, but we've also had the most shots in the league. We've had more shots than anybody else in the league this season our shot percentage like on target is woeful woeful we're in the bottom we're in the bottom like six or seven team, teams of shot like of shot accuracy percentage it is woeful how many chances we create not only shots we take but the amount we don't even hit the target and even frankly the amount of goals we score from those shots that do hit the target if we had if we had the kind of conversion rate of Stockport, for instance, we'd be top of the league. Comfortably like comfortably so as well. It's ridiculous. It's I mean, ridiculous how poor it is up front. We I think our strikers all season, as hard as some of them work and as much as I like some of them, we don't have any consistently quality goal scorers. We don't have any.
3: But the different the difference is is that we're also now conceding goals. So it's almost like I yeah. think earlier in earlier in the season I think you're, you're probably right in terms you're getting away of it, yeah. But I think also, as a striker, when you've got a defence behind you that you're thinking, they're not going to concede all day long. If you miss a chance, you're thinking, we'll get another chance and we're going to stay stay solid at the back and we won't concede and, and we'll go and win this game 1-0 or whatever it may be. Now, we're leaking goals at the back, which ultimately I think is putting more pressure on the forwards to, to then go and score goals. And ultimately, it's the same forwards as if we had at the beginning of the season. It just we we're not scoring enough mm-hmm. goals. I mean, I say it's the same. It's not really the same because half of them are injured as well. But I just think since since the turn of the year and or certainly since the Stoke game, we just we've been making way too many mistakes. And yeah. and some of the game plans also like some of the away games that we had. I'm thinking games like Newport, Sutton that we we kind of went there just ex- thinking, oh, we'll go and get a draw. A draw is enough away from home. We'll win our home games. And then we went and lost home games to Tranmere and to Salford and whatever, and it just it's just unravelled in a horrendous way, almost to down. the point where now we're in the situation where yes, it's in our own hands, which I think by the way is, is partly a miracle, but also a testament to how good we were in the first half of this season. But it it shouldn't be in our own hands, and yeah. it being in our own hands is only only good if you go away and win those games that that you've got left.
0: Out of the 19 uh, games we've won this season, how many have we won by a single goal? I've just counted them. 12. Patrick?
1: Now there's a good thing to have to guess. Uh, I should probably look how many we've won before, I guess. I just told you, 19.
2: 19.
3: (laughs) (laughs) 19.
0: Did you say 12 as well?
3: Jesus Christ,
0: man. Yeah.
2: Don't copy
3: uh, my homework. Dean? So
2: I, I, the fact that you've even asked the question, I would suggest it was probably more because I can't think of too many teams we've given a kick into. Um, so I'd say like as many as 15. Thirteen.
0: Yeah. Can you remember the games where we won by more than a single goal?
3: Crawley.
2: Crawley. Arrow. Yeah.
0: Barrow, Crawley, yeah.
2: Stop, Stockport?
0: Is that 3-1? Uh Oh, that was early in the season, wasn't it? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I can't see. Where's Stockport? No, that was 2-1. Did, did we batter Sutton at one
3: point?
0: Yeah, beaten 3-0. Gen- Orion. Orient?
3: Orient of course, yeah.
0: How could anyone forget Orient? Walsall,
2: me because I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> Sucker. Uh, Wals Walsall being three <laughs> one. Swindon two 0
3: That Walsall game feels like a long, long time ago, and it wasn't. Really- yeah,
0: yeah, no, it was one month. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking one month. It was literally, literally the eleventh of March. It's one month ago. And it's a distant, distant memory, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely horrendous. Yeah, I just, do you know what? Just what I'd give for a Matt Godden. Oh my god.
2: Well, we talked. We talked about this, didn't we? The other the other week that it, we haven't we haven't had a twenty goal a season striker for a very no. long time. Um. I just I don't know,
0: but that's because that's because when you do have a twenty,
2: play in a way that. Go on, sorry. I I was just going to say I don't. At the moment, it just doesn't feel like we play in a way that we do
0: because we we've got the most chances. We've got the most uh, shots in the league. We create hatfuls of chances. We just have no one that can put it in. Apparently, consistently, we've got Jamie Reid, who apparently can only score bangers. Um, we've got Danny Ro- Danny Rose, who can only score against Hartlepool. We- we've got Norris, who sort of pops up with the odd goal here and there. We've got no one consistent, with well, no one who just is there on the end of every cross. Have we? Pierre, Pierre Gianni gets on more crosses than any of our forwards.
3: The thing is with Norris, like if Norris is a good example of someone who could score plenty of goals, but the number of times you see him when a cross comes in the box where he's on his heels and he's not he's not uh, making a run or he's not he's, putting himself. In I think a position his positioning.
0: Yeah, I think positioning positioning's horrendous. How often do you see a cross come in? It it lands within five yards of the centre, uh, the the penalty spot, and Norris is at the back corner of the box. Mm. Yeah, what? I mean, you're not going to have a chance for it now. But I was going to say, watch out for it because it's fucking constantly. It's always we. we I, I'd actually. I, I mean, I'm not going to go there and and do 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 the do the, the research because I can't be asked. But I. I sort of a couple of minutes ago flippantly said that I think Pierre Gianni gets on more on the end of more crosses than any of our strikers. I think that actually might be a factually accurate statement. If the more I think about it,
3: I think I think the way that we play, like if you think about set pieces, any set piece that is inside or in half or by the halfway line, centre halves are up, and yeah. and he and that's who they're aiming it towards. So it probably is factually correct. But
0: he doesn't get on the end of nearly as many as he used to either, does he?
3: No, I don't think he does. Team, but, and I, team, but I teams think, have
0: got wise to that. Yeah, hundred yeah,
3: percent. I mean, you look at Colchester, the centre half they had, big yeah. six foot five, strapping, and their their idea of this game was, okay, just stop Piergiani, stop Sweeney. Although that's a little bit easier nowadays, and you stop those two, and there's no real threat underneath that.
0: Yeah, just going back to Sweeney. Um... He's definitely not playing. He's he's, he's not. Just, yeah, yeah. Because I sort of stayed quiet when Dean's criticised him in the past, at least on here, um, a little bit. Probably not actually, but you know, whatever. Um, mm. but I think that there's not a lot of change in the way he plays. It's just there are just random mistakes that have crept in. I think he's still playing pretty well overall, but these random mistakes are now causing us issues, and that's why it's so noticeable. He's still. 8 or 9 times out of 10 carrying the ball well moving the ball well it's just these you know he loves fucking making a striker look like an idiot he absolutely loves it we all love it too but he's getting a little bit he's got to the point where he's just like I can do this all day you're not Captain America no you can't and it's causing us issues
3: I think his confidence is shaking. That's that's the one thing with Sweeney at the beginning of the season, when he was trying to make a striker look a mug or whatever he was trying to do. He, yeah. he was doing it with a confidence. Now, like even on Monday against Hartlepool, there was there were times where the ball was coming to him, and it, all he was all he needed to do was just make a pretty simple clearance, and he's like skewing it out of play, or he's, he's barely yeah. kick it kick it in any direction that he actually wants it to go. Well, he yeah, air kicked it
0: twice, I think, on Monday, didn't he?
3: Yeah, and that's the difference, is that it just doesn't feel like the same confident centre-half we had when you know, it's the beginning of the season, when mm. he, looks, he looks brilliant defensively. And I think when we lost Van Kooten, that's really when that has sort of happened. I don't think Van Kooten has been fit since he's been back either. Um, no. But he just doesn't look confident. doesn't look the same player as we had at the beginning of the season.
0: No. Right, let's have some fun and move on to... Uh... I'm, I'm joking, by the way. Move on to uh, AFC Wimbledon and Doncaster Rovers. Let's talk about them for a little bit, shall we? Seeing as we've flogged these last three one ones to death. Two home games coming up first Saturday, fifteenth. Af the visit of AFC Wimbledon, they have one win in the last six. Uh, they lost three two to Salford at home uh, on Saturday on Monday. Sorry, having been two one up in the ninety fourth minute. Um, before that is draws against Harrogate and loss, um, a loss at home against Rochdale a win away at Walsall and a uh, loss away at Barrow well, they even lost to Crawley Jesus Christ um, there's no ifs and buts anymore it has to be three points this is not a good size they've got a couple of good players we absolutely need to give them a hide in
2: And we talk about sort of the Jekyll and Hyde side of us. Uh, like they, they were they started the season quite well, right? And they're another side that have just then gone mid. Uh, and then
0: no, no, they didn't rubbish. start the side the season well. Uh, they had.
2: Sorry, I'm on Doncaster. That's why. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no, no. Uh, yeah, AFC Wimbledon started pretty horrendously um then they had a really solid solid run of wins and, and quite a lot of draws thrown in there but not many losses not many losses between late october and the beginning of the beginning of uh, february and then and then now it's just not many wins they've 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 done the exact opposite of doncaster in fact doncaster started pretty strong you know one one loss one loss in the, that, in the yeah, first that's where i was getting six, i remember 7 May, many wins.
2: That's what I was going to say. I remember when we went up there and we, like, Oh, and that was, that was a real, that. people were talking about them real theft. Yeah. Being yeah. like the best, the best football inside in the league at the time. And since they weren't
0: talking- even <laughs> in that great form when we did that, uh, you know, we, we, in you know, at that stage when we went there, they'd lost three of the last four, um, sorry, three of the last five, Two draws thrown in there. They weren't in great form at that point, but that was largely narrow losses against uh, against some other fairly good teams. Orient, Barnsley, uh, Barnsley in the PGT, BPGT um, crew who were who were playing pretty well at that point. Um, so yeah, it's not so. It wasn't so bad around then. Um, but I thought at that point. And if I now think back about all the even the teams that you know, know, Salford gave us a real hide in the other week. Um, I think they were the best team that we played all season. In that game, we just happened to get that goal and and ride it. They the only thing they did wrong all game was they could not find the net. They were comfortably the better side. They absolutely battered us for almost ninety minutes. They played us off the park. Completely in that game, they just couldn't score, and that wasn't even because we defended well because we didn't defend that well. They were just woeful. They were like us in the final third, horrendous.
3: I think the L C Wimbledon game is going to be like they—they are nine. I think they're nine points off relegation, so they're not safe, but they're—they'll they're, be happy just to to come here and, and try and nick a point. And I think their yeah. game plan will be very similar to the Crew game where. They're inte- they're not going to go out and play anything expan- expansively. They're just going to try and try and nick a point, and it's about us being able to break them down. Um, and that's when we talked about you know not being able to score goals earlier. That's not exactly our yeah. biggest strength in general. So I think nope. it's going to be going to be a, a potentially frustrating afternoon. But we need to score and score early, in and otherwise it could be I could easily see us yeah. being nil nil going into the last ten minutes.
0: They'll, fan, they'll They'll. They'll. They'll find. They'll. I think they might even fancy nicking it. To be honest, um, with the the way we've been playing recently, even though they're not been in great form, I think they'll they'll see us and be like, they've got loads of injuries at the moment. They've got a tiny squad. They're knackered. If we can just outlast them, we can. We can. We can take the, the take the three points. But I would expect to see. I, 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 would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if they did, like you said, a crew or, you know, like a tram to us where they come in, they waste time from the first minute. They don't really try, try too much. They'll just sit back, they'll defend, defend deep and then late on, if it's still nil nil, they'll throw everything at us the last 10 minutes and we'll probably concede.
2: That's your positivity for you. Joy. Yep. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Roll on Saturday. It's just how I feel. <laughs> Sorry. I've, it's just realism.
0: I've just I tried I've tried being you know I do take people's comments on board when people say I'm overly negative. I am I'm not I'm not out I'm not you know uh, uh, oblivious to the fact that I am a miserable sod.
3: It's hard. But it's hard to be. Tr- it's hard to be positive right now, though. Let's be honest. Like, if, if yeah, but the, if the, the truth of the, the truth of the matter months.
0: is, yeah, the truth of the matter is, we've been shite for the last two months since we beat Orient. There have been a couple of good forty fives in there. We there are a couple of great forty fives in there. Not, but the overall overall, we've been horrendous. Um, at at some of the football at times has been as bad as it has been had had been in the few seasons before us but we are fantastic right we are fan in a fantastic position and that's what i'm trying to s- stay mindful of and just be like even if the last couple of months have been horrendous what a position and what a season we've had irrespective of that it's very okay. difficult not to be like ah oh, but we were going up. We we had, at one point, we had it in our hands to win this league. At one point, you know, we were two game. we had two games in hand on Orient and we were two points behind them, having at one point been eight points off them. And now we are 11 points behind them with one game in hand. And it's a massive swing. And, you know, we're down to fifth and we were second for ages. And as much as I'm like, oh, it's so disappointing. I just want to remember what a season it's been. I feel like I'm sounding, starting to sound a bit like Farley saying that, so I don't want to bang that drum too hard.
2: <laughs> but it will, yeah. I mean, regardless, uh, if, if we don't go up automatically, I think the initial reaction will be of disappointment. And, you know, and probably rightly so initially. But yeah, I think long... Like as as it goes on, you, you would think about it, and like you say, to come from certainly where we were last season, and what we've had to well, let's be honest, endure the last four years has you know, been nothing short of woeful. So to even be in this conversation, you know, when we when we
3: look back at it, will would we'll be a massive positive. The, fo- the focus for me <clears throat> over these last was six games, whatever it is. Is is how can you build some momentum so even if you don't make automatics, you've got something going into the playoffs. If and how do you ensure you obviously make the playoffs yeah. as well? But you can't go into the playoffs. Uh, if we went to the playoffs tomorrow, it would be dead and buried in in the over over by the end of the first leg. Because if you look at every other team around us in the playoffs right now, whoever we end up being drawn against or wherever we finish, they've all got way way more momentum than we have. And momentum is so key yeah. for the playoffs. So yes, whilst we can still make automatics, and that absolutely has to be the aim, you you've got to have a you know you've got to also look at it as how do we if we do only make the playoffs, how do we ensure that there's momentum there to actually give the playoffs the best shot possible? Um, and if we don't make the playoffs, then you know the whole squad's out of contract, and it's the case of okay, you got to go and rebuild all over again. But
0: I mean, I would I I would be you're right. I I I don't I know that. Yeah, we've only from from what I can see, we've only got Jake Forskaski that's contracted until next summer, right? But I'd be surprised if most, maybe not most, but a big chunk of these don't return. I'd be very like, certainly if we're in League Two, I'd be very surprised if Pidge doesn't return. Very surprised if uh, if Sweeney doesn't. Um, I'd, I'd I'd expect us to keep hold of Clark. Um, I'd hope Reeves returns. I'd hope. Read even returns, and I, you know, I don't think these. Te- I don't think many players, even as good as we've been for a certain for certain lengths of time through the season, I don't think many of them are going to go up the divisions, and I'm hoping that they're going to think I'm in a good. I'm in a good spot. Gil Gilby loves it here, and he's out of contract in the summer. And while I think he could play in League One. I don't know that there are many teams in League One that are local to us. Uh and and local to him, because he's an Essex lad. You know, he lives he lives in Essex. I don't think there's many teams that local that are gonna take that pump on him. Uh maybe MK Dons, but that again, that's not that close then to Essex in the end on the long run. So i I'd, I'd like to think he'd he he he'd stick around and come back. Hopefully, you know it's him and again him and Jake Forsakowski are really good mates as well. So that's uh, the, but there we're gonna have a big we're gonna have some big losses. I don't think Noz will stick around. If I'm being honest, I don't know that we're gonna even offer anything. Maybe could do. Certainly, it's more likely if we're in League Two. I don't think he'll do anything in League One. Um. I think uh, TVC will be off. Luther maybe as well. Um, TV TVC can play much higher and deserves deserves a good a good run at. You know, I think. I mean, I think in the summer when Peterborough come in, I think that's a great destination for him because you know they sort of straddle that League One Championship area, don't they? Or like a Wickham, for instance, that would be a really good landing spot for him. God, I keep saying things like talking like I'm American talking about American football. Um but I think that would be a really good place for him to go, with Wick, Wickham or or Pierre. They're they're about his level, I would assume. I think I think he could do a job at one of the one of the smaller championship clubs. Um
2: if he could stop touting out our best players though in, in public, that, that would be nice. But
0: with these injury with his injuries to end this season, we
2: there it is, thank you. we saw it last
0: year, <laughs> didn't we you know list list was with list was about the only player who was playing really well before Christmas, got injured, came back, couldn't do anything until that last two or three games, even though he had a massive run of games where he was playing really well, he didn't score anything, and we thought, oh he's playing really well, we'll be off in the summer, got that injury couldn't and then sort of you know was hoping that this season was going to be the one to leapfrog him and and get that interest. Where's that interest going to be now? After an ACL injury, probably there's. I don't think many teams are going to come in for him and offer him much. To be honest, I don't see it. So maybe you know we could see him back, and I wouldn't mind it. I think the way, the way we play. Yeah,
2: he'd be the he'd be the kind of person who would want a rebuild year, wouldn't he? Physically, like, yeah. physically yeah. I think the, I himself. think the way
0: we play suits Elliot List to a T. We've we've been screaming for a striker who can spring spring the offside trap for one which i'm so sick of saying the words luke norris is offside um but someone someone who someone who can break the lines and 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 hit someone on the count hit someone on the counter and and get in behind the defense we're crying crying out for an elliot list I, th- I genuinely think he could trouble 20 goals a season in this team whether he'd make 20 don't know but i think he could trouble it I'm glad you're all agreeing with me.
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel a bit better to listen to this because my big concern coming out of this weekend's couple of points was, it looks like we're not going to make the automatics now. It's still mathematically possible. As you say, it's still within our hands, but looking at the relative form of the team, it seems unlikely. I don't see us dropping out of the playoffs. It's possible, but again, I don't see it as likely. But I don't see us winning the playoffs based on our current form. And if we don't, then the problem is player retention and how much of the squad can you keep together um, to mount another push for it next season. And so that was my big concern was like, if you miss out on the playoffs, how much of the squad do you lose in the summer?
3: I think my biggest biggest concern is not only who do you lose, but it's also, do we have the ability to go and Build a squad next year and learn from the mistakes of this year. Which, let's face it, the biggest mistake we've made this year is not having a deep enough squad, not having enough strength and depth. Uh, are we going to be able to go out and do that? I think this is the biggest budget that that we've had on a on a squad in years. Yeah, and yeah, like Wallace, Wallace has gone for this. He's he's backed Evans and backed Hunter and whoever else has been responsible of pulling this squad together and it ran out of steam. So unless Wallace goes in and says, Okay, well, we're gonna go for it all over again. I'm actually gonna even put even more money behind this to build that straight for debt. I got the impression it wasn't really money that was the issue. I got the impression it just was there wasn't market out there. There wasn't players and I think you saw that in the January business that they did. I think yeah. players like Horgan was a bit of a panic. It was a bit of a we need some we need some bodies and he yeah. was a bit of a panic signing. And I think there's a few I- others you could find under that
0: yeah no I, I I think you're right. I think january was a real real struggle and aside from of Kasky, I don't think any of the seasons we made in January were worth it um well uh, maybe not uh maybe not completely at least but i you know i I think you're right i think there's there's a lack of there was just a lack of quality available once we'd put the squad together in the summer um there's still money. There's still money in the playing budget. Um, the figures we heard at the start of the season um, were a fair chunk bigger than what we're supposedly paying our squad right now, um, which is a good sign. I think we're actually in a better position now than we were last summer because we've shown that actually we have a manager and a and a, and a setup that can support. And get the best out of a team. I mean, okay, we're not scoring; we, we've not scored enough all season, but we've had some unbelievable performances. That run, that FA Cup run, particularly. You know, um, you know after after we uh, after the first half against Kings Lynn, I was like, "We're going out here." We were horrendous in that first half, and then you know we we end up beating them. And next thing you know, we beaten Villa. It's wild, um, but uh, I think that we did struggle to attract players in the summer. And that's why we've got a, a small squad. We will be a much better proposition this summer than last. As long as that, as long as that budget remains in place. Which,
3: we're still thinking you like, got, you've got to finish the season on a high and, and a high doesn't necessarily mean promotion, yeah. Like you've got to finish it with that momentum. And a high for yeah. us is based on where we were at the end of January. I don't think anything less than promotion is is going to seem like a disappointment. But you've got you've got to finish this season with, with some optimism that you can go again. And whether that be I'd, bringing back bringing back players that we've already got, and then strengthening from there, yeah. has to be the goal. I don't think you can walk out of it this season being like you've got to rip the squad apart.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think the, the worst thing we could do would be to not really pushed to keep the best players this, this summer. And I'm sure Evans is, there's a number that Evans has already identified, said, I want them here next year. We absolutely need to, to make that a reality. I think we need to, we need to keep hold of the, the best players. And then, I mean, a good, a good idea would be, you know, looking down the league, uh, probably the likes of the Wimbledons, the crew, Doncaster, Newport, and try and maybe pluck some of the better players from those sorts of teams that haven't got the rest of the squad available. You know, like I'm thinking like Priestley Farquharson from um, Newport, like someone like him, um, who he's far better than that club. Um, and in reality, he's probably far better than Stevenage. You know? I think he could play at a higher level. <laughs> um but going and, going and taking the better players from some of the other League 2 teams, who you've got to imagine 75% of the players in League 2 are going to be out of contract in the summer. There's not many teams in this league that give multi-year deals. So there should be plenty of players available for us to go and sign. And I'd, I'd like to think that if we can get our retained list sorted quickly at the end of the season, even if we do miss out on the playoffs, I don't... I've got a hope that we can be pragmatic and get things done in a in a way that gives us the best chance to then go and strengthen in the way we need.
3: I think one the one thing I've I've thought about this year a lot is just this this is not a good division. This is not a strong no, league too. No, it's yeah, so you've got the and I, and I think that is a factor to probably why we've been so successful this year to a certain extent. Next year, you will have Wrexham coming up, spending God knows what under the sun, or County or Knox well. County also. No, you will...
0: both both will come up
3: Potent- potentially. Potentially both, but you're going to have at least one of them, right? And yeah. if it's Wrexham, you know what they're going to do. They're probably going to look for League One players realistically. Then they're, yeah. they're looking for the best of League Two. <laughs>
0: no, they'll look, look look for champion. They'll look oh, for t- players down the bottom of the championship and go, "We'll double your money if you come to
1: yeah. League
0: Two. We won't. We won't. We won't fall." foul of the financial fair play because we get given a little bit of leeway on that because we're only, only just in the football league for the first time. They'll be able to take full advantage of that. Go and triple some some, some lower some lower championship players' wage and storm the league.
3: I do, I do think the, the point more than anything is that it's going to be a much, much stronger league next season. And I think this year for me, it feels like an opportunity to, if we can get promoted... I mean Le- League one, do I think we'd go up there and, and and we certainly would have gotten there and do what we did last time and make the playoffs no. or anything like that? I mean we'd probably struggle, but at least in league one, you become more of an appealing uh you know opportunity dis- for a dis- for dis- a player division. yeah, you're looking for so those players that you were referring to those players in league two that ultimately are probably too good for league two they'd be interested mm-hmm. in joining whereas if you stay in if you stay in league two. Then all of a sudden you've got some League One teams that might want you, or you've got bigger yeah. League Two teams that come in and will just blow blow you out the water. It's a
0: bit. It's a bit of a uh, yeah. It's a bit of a um. It's it's a it's an easier sell if you're in League One for sure. Um, I don't know. how we've managed to drag this out to an hour, boys. <laughs> I I I thought honestly, eleven minutes in, where I'm like, I don't even want to talk about anything else now. Um, I I, I thought we were going to have a thirty minute episode and it was going to be a proper proper ball fest, but I think we've done quite well to to, to drag this to the hour mark. <laughs> uh,
1: You're, welcome. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're right though, it's a good point and one I hadn't considered that we're in a much better position to attract players in the off season than we were the season we struggled to stay in the league. Like that recruitment for a team that would that made the playoffs and didn't quite make it or narrowly missed the playoffs or Narrowly missed automatics. It's such an easier sell. Um, and coming into a group that's more together and filling up the frills around the edges is much easier than, you know, we swapped like 19 players out last summer. You don't want to be doing that again. That's not a way to cohesively build a squad.
2: Yeah. No, and I think you only have to look at like Forest Green this year to see that. What did they have? They must have bought in about 24, 25 players, I think, over the summer. And They've what lost twenty seven of their forty one games so far this year, like rock bottom and cut adrift. Um, so the, the I mean, there is a little bit kind of less is more, although there is obviously that uh, that need to upgrade, just uh, where like where you can, but it's finding finding a balance.
0: The worst thing we could do is do what we did last time and sign a load of Premier League academy dropouts. Um, oh, that was and horrific. just get a load of prima donnas. You walk around the pitch going purple swag all day long.
1: Yeah, but you're lucky to be watching me play, mate. I'm fucking not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if he was going to get named.
1: <laughs> don't He's know don't
0: the know. only player I think about when we talk about that. Oh, uh, Lee Hills, Felipe Moraes as well.
3: Oh Lee God, Hills. Lee Hill. Oh, Some, Someone thought, let's give him a three-year contract. Yeah. Unbelievable,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always think about Mace a little bit, but like he was quite good. He was just a knob, but Marcus Haber was a lazy knob, and that's worse.
1: Yeah, and I got stuck behind him in the cinema once, and he's a fucking giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only, the only
3: player from from those years you'd have back in a heartbeat is probably Lucas Aiken. Realistically, the rest. The rest of them were just. I mean, I, I can't think of one. I
0: never saw him play a game, play a good game of football. Never. Really? Yeah, I wasn't going much at that point because I worked a lot of Saturdays. Um. So I, it was quite. I think I, I think that's the one season I'm thinking about. I think I made five games all season. Oh.
3: He he could have a shocker, but he, he was he was brilliant. Quite. Often he was seem to be rubbish enough. at
0: home. He was seemed to be rubbish at home and really good away away from home. It, I almost if 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 I was considering an away game and then I was like, oh no, but I'm working, so I can't go, he'd score every time.
1: It's a bit it's a bit It's like Bambi on ice, which good.
3: It reminds me a bit of like Jamie Reid though, is that he just has his moments of brilliance, but then also can just yeah. go missing for three games. Which yeah. I suppose you can file under any League Two footballer, can Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It almost defines yeah. League Two footballer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit there.
0: Um Right, okay. Uh, I was going to end it when uh, Pat said the word giraffe, but uh, I'll end it now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thanks thanks for your uh, attendance this evening, fellas.
2: Thanks for waiting for me.
0: You're welcome. Um, Always. People listening, if you haven't donated to my thing, there's some charity shit being raffled off. We've got a signed Reevesy shirt. you have got some Stevenage tickets. You have got some other stuff got a voucher for the best burger in art of genuinely it's sensational get on donate a few quids get some tickets and uh, win some stuff help me out boroughpod.click forward slash donate Enard, sort it out cheers people up the borough Woo! doubles up again busting from midfield. is senior
3: Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. On Old Trafford, cracker in front of the Stratford end.
0: What do you reckon the players' favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet a fish to me. I can see
1: that. I reckon TVC loves a McFurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch.
0: Do you reckon Macca loves a Maccas?
1: I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face.
0: And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say
1: about our team's nutritionist.
0: Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply.